Good morning, and welcome to Speaking of Animals. I am Caitlin Holling, and I'm the Community Outreach and Development Coordinator at the Flag Lake Humane Society. Happy Saturday to all our listeners. Today, I am joined by a special guest. She is one of our amazing customer service representatives at the Flagley Humane Society. Please welcome Haley Dinkowski. Hi, everybody. Alrighty, to start our show today, we wanted to give a huge thank you to everyone who has decided to adopt an animal from us whenever, but especially this month of September. We have already reached over 140 adoptions just this month, and we still have a couple days left. We are so happy for all the recent adoptions, and we thank everyone who chose to adopt and save a life. This is why we do what we do. We are currently having an adoption special on cats to help with 35 cats who came in earlier this month from one household. We are calling it Hurricane Season, Cat 5. Storm in and evacuate one or more today. All ad- adult cats are only $25, and all kittens are only $50. But be sure to hurry in because it does end tomorrow, Sunday, October 1st at 5 p.m. All right, Haley, thank you so much for being here. Can you tell us a bit about yourself, where you grew up, and what brought you to Florida? So, actually, I was born and raised right here in Flagler County. Uh, I've been here my entire life. I remember when we only had one stoplight in Benel. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I grew up here with my grandma, um, I mean, I have both of my parents, uh, but I lived with my grandma a lot, and she rescued horses and dogs while oh, I was growing up. That's amazing. So do you plan to stay in Florida? Um, maybe. I've traveled <laughs> a little bit. With um, I went to culinary school um, for college and everything, and I got to travel working in kitchens and stuff. Um, so I've got to see a little bit, but uh, this is always home. This yeah. will always be home. That's amazing. Do you have any hobbies or passions besides animals, of course? Um, I do a lot of reading in my downtime. Um, and my stress relief is uh, painting. Oh, awesome. So very creative. Most of the time. Sometimes <laughs> I just make a mess. Yeah, <laughs> just have fun. All right, so I said you were a customer service representative. What exactly does that entail at the Fogley Humane Society? So... That entails everything from answering phones to running back and forth between our medical staff, our front office staff, our admin staff, asking a bunch of questions and figuring out how to properly assist people in the right direction, whether it's making an appointment or getting help with some veterinary services. Yeah, so you cover a lot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we all do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So what exactly motivated you to start working here? Well, um, I worked in kitchens for about 10 years, and I woke up one day and realized that I just needed a lifestyle change. I needed something different. And I remember growing up, I told my grandma I would never, ever rescue animals. It would never happen. And (laughs) then I started working here because I just needed a change of pace and ended up falling in love with it again. And I told my grandma and she was like, yeah, how's never working out for you? (laughs) (laughs) So have you rescued animals? I have. um, (laughs) My dog... Valkyrie, she is a year and a half, and she was a bottle baby that we rescued. Her entire litter was abandoned on the side of the road at two days old. Oh, my goodness. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, six out of the seven made it. And my best friend has her sister, Reese, and I have her. Oh, that's amazing. So, yeah. And then I got a couple of feral barn cats that get it to my house, too. <laughs> yeah, so you've definitely made the change to rescuing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So how long have you been working at the Flagler Humane Society? Uh, about seven or eight months now. Maybe even closer to nine. Yeah, almost a year. Nice. <laughs> almost a year, yeah. What is the best thing about working here? Oh, animals. Loving all of them <laughs> and watching their personalities come out because, you know, they all come in scared and mm-hmm. that's a normal reaction. But after a couple of days and getting to love them and get to learn their personalities and they just become an entirely different animal altogether you know you take them from scared to oh hey i kind of like these people and they're they just open up and i think it's beautiful it really is amazing how much they open up we have one dog right now bub bobert bubbert b-u-b-b-r-t very very weird name oh yeah uh, (laughs) he came in very scared he wouldn't even let us put a leash on him i'm sure you remember he was um he would nip when he tried to put a leash on him and now he is just the sweetest little boy now that he's um, felt safe and he's realized that we're not going to hurt him. He's okay. He's really opened up and it's really amazing. He's like a totally different dog. It's crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's such a sweet Ted too. Who was it? Ted. He was Ted? back in the kennels and just, he was anxious and spinning out all the time and oh. now we've moved him to one of our exam rooms and he just sleeps on his bed and he's so happy. He is so sweet. Every time I walk in there, he's just so calm. He's not stressed and barking like he was in the kennel now he's just chilling (laughs) waiting to go home he still likes to tear up his beds though well yeah they get a little destructive with the toys but that's what (laughs) toys are for (laughs) to be destroyed so what is something you didn't necessarily expect before you started working here to love them as much as i do i get very attached there are there are some that got adopted that i've had to go in the back room and cry about because i just love them that much and it's not necessarily sad tears it's happy that they're getting a home but you do get very attached in a shelter situation i wake up in the mornings and i'm like oh i get to go see duke or i get to go see ted or so i get really excited about coming in to see all of my work animals (laughs) definitely i can definitely agree with that freya and all the other animals definitely motivate me to get in early and make sure they get their time outside and all their loving (laughs) even though even if i'm not there there's plenty of other staff members to do that but you know (laughs) absolutely but you know it's just one of those personal things that you're like okay this dog i know needs a 10 minute walk to make sure that he gets what he needs in the morning. And this one only needs about three minutes outside because he does his business quick or, mm-hmm. you know, you just get to learn their personalities and how can you not fall in love with them? Exactly. It is a very rewarding job for sure. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, you know, I might not get to take them all home. You might not get to take them all home, but somebody takes them home. Exactly. We're they just do facilitating get home and them. it's beautiful. Right. It is beautiful. I agree. All right. We're going to take one quick break and we will be right back with Haley. All right. And we're back with Haley. Hi, everybody. (laughs) So what are some of the most common things people call and ask you? The most 
common question I get is about our spay and neuter process and how it all works and how to set up the appointment for doing so. Okay, so what is the process if someone would like to get their dog or cat? um, Your animal must be up to date on all of their vaccines. Uh, They have to have a preoperative exam with our veterinarian. Um, And then after the vet says, hey, your pet's good to go, we can schedule you for surgery, then come schedule your surgery with us. And it's really simple. Um, It's just there's a little bit of time-consuming bits to it, like the preoperative exam. Um, most of the time we recommend people come in on Saturdays to our shop clinic because our our regular appointments are usually booked out about two weeks. Okay. Um, and um, our wait list for the spay and neuter for canines at the moment is out through the middle of December. Oh, wow. So, okay. you know, there there is a little bit of a wait process, but overall it's pretty easy to get done. And the big benefit of it is the cost compared to a veterinary oh, yeah. clinic. Ab- absolutely. Ours is all based on weight for canines, um, and it's anywhere from 110 to $200, depending on the weight of your animal. Um, and then for cats, it's $60 for a neuter and $80 for a spay. Yeah, that's definitely low cost. That's very good to provide for people. Absolutely. So what ages do dogs and cats start going into heat and they're able to reproduce and owners should be looking out to get them spayed or neutered by? So for dogs, um, it's three and a half to four months okay. um, for males for neuter. Um, females can get fixed that early as well, but generally most don't go into heat until about six months. Okay. But males can start reproducing at about three and a half to four months. Okay, so males three and a half to four months and females around six months. So owners, please make sure your pets are spayed or neutered by those times. And what precautions should pet owners take if their pet happens to not be fixed by this age to prevent any pregnancies? So um, preventing unwanted pregnancies, right? So we want to prepare really young from the moment that you get if you've got a puppy or a kitten. You know, you want to start repairing as soon as you think I'm vaccinated or even just meet with a vet and say, hey, my animal is this age. What are our next steps to start getting on the train to spay and neuter process? Um, if you've already gotten past the point of your dog's coming into heat or you have a female in the same time, uh, obviously separate them, keep separate rooms. Mm-hmm. Don't leave them unattended for any length of time. Yeah. Um, leash walk only. No free roam bathroom breaks um, because they will run off and disappear. Okay. Yeah, take it very seriously. <laughs> very, very seriously because they will just disappear and then they're gone for hours and you're panicked. And then you have puppies. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then for if you're supervising in the house and everything and... You know, um, a female in heat, she'll bleed. So uh, dog diapers are huge, mm-hmm. huge. Um, but um, if you're crate training the dogs, then mm-hmm. make sure that the crates are separated okay. enough because they can still get to each other if the crates are side by side. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point to make. Yeah, that was something I didn't know until the other day. Yeah, I had no idea either. 
So what are the signs to look out for in case your dog or cat does happen to become pregnant? Obviously, um, like a big so belly. First, right. So the first thing you want to look out for is um, a change in appetite. Okay. Um, so first thing is they'll become more, she'll become more hungry. She'll just want to eat and eat and eat. Mm -hmm. Um, the next thing you're going to look for is nesting. So they're going to pick a spot and they're going to find somewhere that they want to start setting up for their birthing process. It could be in your closet, under your bed, in your bed, any number of places, but you'll notice that they're like hoarding resources there. They'll probably bring their toys. They'll bring their blanket out of their crate. They'll find a spot that they feel safe enough to have babies. And they'll do that for a few weeks leading up. Um, Obviously the distended round belly um, and swollen teeth and milk production. So you can squeeze one of their nipples and see if there's any milk or colostrum coming out. Colostrum's usually clear. All right. So definitely make sure we get our pets spayed and neutered so we don't um, have any unplanned pregnancies because we definitely have plenty of animals available for adoption looking for homes. Absolutely. All right. So what are some services at the Flagley Humane Society that we offer that some people may not know about? So we've got a couple fun things that we do uh, on Mondays. We do a microchip Monday between uh, noon and three. Okay. Um, that's a free microchip, and you we give the microchip and put the implant in, and then you just call and register your microchip with the company. That's awesome. Uh, we also, yeah, we also have Toenail Tuesday every Tuesday between. 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. and that's $15 or if your dog needs to be up in a harness um, then it would be $20 and Katie's really good at the toenail trim. She's very quick. And our shot clinic also has new hours. It's from 11 to 2 instead of 1 to 3. Okay and that's on Saturdays? On Saturdays, yep. Awesome. And do we provide discounted or lower cost flea and heartworm medicine for dogs and cats? So our flea and heartworm medicine, uh, most of the stuff we have is prescription based. So they have to see our veterinarian before we can sell it. Um, But it is, I've heard customers tell us that it is lower than the vet's office or even Chewy. Yeah, I I definitely think it is. I definitely have checked and I think it is. Just not by too much, but I think it's like twenty, thirty dollars cheaper. Yeah, yeah, and every little bit counts because you know vet bills are like feeding your dog. You're going to have vet bills just like you're going to have a food bill. Exactly. And one more thing that we offer is dental cleanings, which I don't think a lot of people know about. Um, you do have to call and schedule that, but we do schedule them, and they're lower and cost. Correct. They do also have to have a preoperative exam with our vet prior. Just like spay and neuter, they got to be up to date on their vaccines and have a pre-op before we can schedule that. Perfect. Yeah, that's a good thing to point out. And it's anywhere from $400 to $800, depending on the severity of the teeth. What are some ways owners can be better prepared for unexpected medical emergencies? So the first thing I did when I got my pet is I opened a secure credit card and I did it like a... um, Mine has no limit for the amount that I can put on it. So 
every time I get paid, I put a certain amount on my secure credit card so that if she needs an emergency vet visit, then I've got enough to go. That's a great plan. Yeah. That's me personally. Uh, my dad the credit card because he has better credit than Um, He opened a regular credit for his animals, so that way if they have a vet bill, that's the only thing that goes on that credit card. And then that way you don't run the risk of, oh, no, now I can afford treatment. Um, There's also pet insurance as an option. Unfortunately, we do not take take pet insurance at the Humane Society, but a lot of veterinarian offices do. Okay, awesome. Those are great things to plan for and look out or look into to prepare for your animal. All right, Haley, can you name three dogs or cats that you'd like to promote and tell listeners to check out online or in person and possibly adopt? Okay, so first one I've got is Duke. He's behind my desk right now, and he is such a good sweet boy. He is on the larger side. He's about 90 pounds, but he walks really well on a leash. He's very intelligent. He's great trained. Um, He's he's just a great dog overall. Mm -hmm. Um, Ted, of course. He, he needs the couch. He just needs the couch <laughs> to go sleep on. And somebody don't feed him French fries. That's all. Oh, we just featured Ted yesterday <laughs> on our Facebook account. So make sure you go check out our video featuring Haley and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gloria. She came here and was in our tree room for a while. And um, I became pretty good friends with her. And now she's moved into the kennels and she's doing phenomenal. She has made friends with some of our volunteers. She's very treat motivated and absolutely loves people. That's awesome. So make sure you guys go check out Duke, Gloria, or Ted. You can either go online or come in person and possibly adopt them. All right. Thank you, Haley. We're going to take one more quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And I just wanted to remind everyone, if you or anyone you know is looking for a new pet, please make sure to go look out all the animals in need of loving homes at the Flagler Humane Society. All our adoptions include up-to-date vaccinations, up-to-date flea and heartworm prevention, a free microchip, spay and neuter surgery, 14-day free veterinary visit, and 30 days of free pet insurance provided by the microchip company. We also have various volunteer opportunities available to suit your unique interests or skills. Make sure to visit our website, flaglerhumanesociety.org, and click the Get Involved tab to learn more about becoming a volunteer and to submit an online volunteer application. We have our new volunteer orientations every month, which are normally on the second Sunday of the month. However, for October, it will be on the third Sunday, October 15th at 1 p.m. All potential volunteers, please submit an application online and RSVP with the orientation you plan on attending at volunteer at org. And then also in October, on October 8th, Sunday, we are having our Pink Army 5K Pet Friendly One Mile Walk. It's being held at the Advent Medical Hospital at 60 Memorial Medical Parkway in Palm Coast. You can register online now by going to org slash events. 
and we hope to see you and your pets dressed in pink as a percentage of all pet-friendly walk registration fees will go towards helping the Flagler Humane Society. And then also in October, on October 26th, from 6 to 8 p.m., which is a Thursday, we are having our annual Halloween bash. This will be at the Flagler Airport Restaurant, which was formerly known as Hijackers, but is now known as the Landing Strip Tavern. Again, it is from 6 to 8 on Thursday, October 26th. The address is 202 Airport Road in Palm Coast, Florida. Leash pets are welcome. And you get to wear a costume and your furry friend too, as we will be having costume costume contests for both people and their pets. Admission is only $15, and it includes a free drink and delicious appetizers. You can get your ticket online at org slash events. I wanted to give a huge thank you to Haley for taking the time to join me this week. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. Thank you to everyone for listening to Speaking of Animals. I hope you all have a great rest of your Saturday.